Before we start today's episode, we suggest you go over and check our Instagram account. It's the best way to contact us. Now enjoy the Talking Football Podcast. Hello and welcome to the first episode of the Talking Football Podcast. I'm here with the one and only, and of course, my best mate, Miles. Hello everyone. How are you today, Miles? I'm very good, thank you. I'm really excited to talk about the games. I'm very excited too. Tell us, and the viewers, what's coming up. Well, we've got a roundup of the New Year's games, Mm. and a bit of news about the Premier League, and then we finish up with the team of the decade and the team of the week. I'm so excited. Keep listening for more. And now we're going to talk about the New Year's games. So, Jacob, how did you find New Year's games? I actually thought they were pretty good. It was very packed, loads of games, to be fair. Yeah, I mean, there's nine games on the first day, and then, of course, you had Liverpool versus Sheffield on the first day. Mm. So what, what do you think of your boys' Liverpool at the moment? Well, we're obviously flying, but we'll get on to those later, as we're now going to talk about Brighton versus Chelsea. Of course, end on a one all draw at the Amex. What did you think of the game? We see... Was the, te- the tell of two halves, really. Was Chelsea co- really dominated in the first half, and then Brian in the second half did even better. Which yeah. Bri- Brian have really un- was un- people have underestimated Brian this season. Yeah, I have to agree with you. Graham Potter's really got them playing a good, attractive style of football. But of course, Chelsea took the lead for Asmund Aquetta for a pretty scrappy corner yeah, was, goal, if I'm honest. Was it? Really, I think we were talking to my brother about him. Like Brian should have done better. I think oh, I did a whole flight like Moy. We tried a challenge, oh, and then it poor. just it just went through him. And then as for the quitter, it, it was poor overall. And then of course the second score was your hand bash with one of the goals of the month. It was actually incredible. Goals of the decade, even though we've only got in. I wouldn't go that far. Oh, maybe. It was a good strike. I remember like us talking about last year. Remember Yahanbash didn't even get an assist or got a goal last year. I remember talking to you about it last season. Mm. Like is he? Was obviously maybe Chris Chris Hewn. When we talked about Chris Hewn for months before he got sacked, and we said perhaps Chris might need to move on. Well, he it's, did move on in the end, and Graham Potter's obviously got Rehambash playing and going well for him at the moment. So change does make goodness sometimes. Well, yeah. So what's the, what was the next game then, Mars? Um, next game was Burnley versus Aston Villa, which is also a lunchtime kickoff, and that ended with a two-one win for Villa, which is a very good performance from them. VAR strikes again. Yeah, I mean it was obviously controversial in the first half. Jack Grealish made a good run, and scored from a header after a cross. It was ruled out. I mean unfairly or not? It was, it was very tight. It was tight again, but obviously VAR coming into obviously like Gary Lineker set off going off in his rants on Twitter again about VAR, but you can't you can't blame him to be honest. Because VAR has just been absolutely terrible this season. Yeah, VAR is ruining the, the experience for the fans, you know, because they're celebrating and then... Coming from a Liverpool fan. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, they're celebrating and then it's getting ruled out. And, uh, it's, it's just... It's Jack, Jack Grealish's goal was brilliant, to be fair. Yeah, it was, was a good that, goal. Was maybe one of the goals... Well, maybe one of the goals of the month already. still think it's December, blimey. It was... <laughs> This month's going too fast. Yeah, we're off that of Wesley scored, but then fortunately damages PCL, so he's out Oof. for the rest and of the Tom season. Heen's out for the rest of the season as well. Yeah. We're, we're just hearing that's a big loss for Aston Villa. That's very big loss. Tom Heaton's had a great season so far, pulling out some top saves, and it's a great yeah, steal. Every off time of he goes to Old Trafford, he just makes twenty, like so many saves. Mm. It's just oh, we, Tom Heaton. Yeah, Jack Grealish obviously scored that goal you were talking about mm, with Chris Wood rounding off the game with a header at the back post. But my man, the match personally, is Grealish for that game. He's been incredible. I think he deserves an England call up soon. He's linked with, with, link, with, link with Manchester United. I saw this morning, but we're, we're, we're linked to everyone. So yeah, pretty much. Not much. If we could be linked with Shamak, who knows where he is right now? 
All right, so next game was uh, down the south coast, and that was Southampton versus Spurs. Ended up in a surprising, but maybe not surprising, 1-0 win for Southampton. Was, was it, is Mourinho past it? That's another conversation we have. Oh, I don't know. His, his tactics doesn't seem to be quite on point with Spurs so far. He's obviously got a great squad there to work with. And with your, the comments you came out the other day saying, was it, was you don't need defenders. Well, you clearly do. Because, yeah, Alderweire has signed a new contract, but he's ageing. So so is Jan Vertonghen. Mm. But they're not as good as they used used to be. Remember, they they had the, like, one of the best defences in the league, not yeah. only a few years ago. I mean, in attack, they're obviously very potent. They've got well, the Harry likes Kane of Harry Kane, yeah, Son. Harry Kane yeah, I mean, Harry Kane is unfortunately injured for them, but it's going to be a big loss. Well, see, what, what they play better with that. They got to a Champions League final without him. Mm. Just, Mourinho's well, obviously got the yellow card as well for looking at Southampton's tactic sheet, which <laughs> old Mourinho's back. <laughs> Called him an idiot. <laughs> Pretty much. So, who was your man of the match for that game? Well, my match with Danny Ings after he flicked over the defender and had a great volley to finish for the only goal of the game. Burkamp-esque. Yeah, very good, very good goal from the Englishman. It's a very good goal. So, what was the next game after that? Yeah, Newcastle versus Leicester at uh, Tyneside, where it was a three-nil win for Leicester. Two outstanding goals in that game. Mm, Chowdhury and Madison both hitting great shots into the top what corner. One was better. Oh, that's difficult. I'd say James Madison. Yeah, on his weak, on his weak foot, to blast it into the top right. It was an incredible goal. Even that outside Ch- the box. Ch- Chowdhury's was just a bit nasty. Yeah, but I think Madison's technique was a bit stronger than Chowdhury's. But... Perez coming back to bite Newcastle again. Yeah, I mean it's a good move for Perez at the end of the day. I mean Leicester are flying at the moment. Uh, Brendan Rodgers, he's got them playing a really good style of football. Was it obviously the fan- the fantasy dream team? Also, I ha- I've had Perez for quite a while. I suggest if you're doing the Premier League fantasy. Dream, with all the Sun Dream team, I suggest you pick Jose Perez. 13 points he got me this week. Mm, very, very happy. Very solid. It was sliding finish. Played really well, to be honest. Was, I knew he was a good player. I said, said ages ago he was a good player. It was just the consistency at mm. Newcastle and this Brendan Rodgers is getting it under him. Well, at Newcastle, he was a 10-goal season striker pretty much every season. So, with the likes of Madison creating for him, you know, the likes of Harvey Barnes, playing Vardy, really well. Vardy as well. Mm. So my man who actually that game was Chowdhury. I thought he completely dominated the midfield and, of course, rounded off the game with so a great Volley finish. Was like, they still had a bit of their first team out, but they didn't have, like, was it... Especially the game against West Ham, they hardly had anyone out, mm. but they still managed to get the win. Yeah, they've got a good squad depth of Leicester, and I think they're going to do really well this season. Probably get top four at this rate, but I don't think they're going to be able to beat us. <laughs> Who's going to beat Liverpool at the moment, to be honest? <laughs> Is anybody going to beat Liverpool? That's another question. Was mm. it... Nine, 19 was it 19 wins and one draw incredible just, incredible for our results it's just it's so stupid but it's so br- you have to take your hats off even if you're a rival fan you have to you have to take your hats off mm, it's been sensational mm, was it so what's the next game Mars right so another three o'clock kickoff was the Watford versus Wolves game at Vicarage Road with Nigel Pearson again Nigel Pearson's doing bits for them he's Got them playing and getting results out of a team that I think should be staying up. If we, we said on that paper, people were predicting them like ninth, maybe even to do what they did last year. We said obviously the FA Cup took a lot out of them after losing six nil. Especially they lost eight nil this season as well. Man City again. Mm. Was it not many people are able to bounce back like Southampton? Like we could have mentioned before, come back from a nine-nil loss and look how well they're doing at the moment. Their recent form. Yeah, I mean Nigel Pearson has actually resurged the team and to beat a really good Wolves side in recent games. Wolves didn't play too badly, I didn't think, and 
Watford obviously down to 10 men after Cabot Saley dragged down, down their player to yeah. get a red card, which I thought was deserved. But maybe Wolves could have played ref another day and got the points, but that wasn't well, to be. The, we said it's like Wolves last season. Right? They could have maybe even got top four maybe last season. Mm. But it's just against these teams that they just fall apart on. Oh, yeah. They've done the double over Manchester City this season and then they can't beat Watford. Yeah, my man and match for that game was Ben Foster, who's had an incredible season. I mean, even though they're fighting at the bottom How of the table, he? he's been around for quite a while. Yeah, when he's... Must, must must be getting over over thirty now. He's, he's just he's doing absolutely fantastic, Ben Foster. Well, he's got experience. And... Gerald Delafeu again. Mm, cross the great shot across the keeper. I, I thought and Decorey, well, hit hit a good strike, but it got deflected, and luckily, mm. obviously, the return of Troy Deeney's doing well for them yeah I think mean, Troy Deeney's always been a he's a decent striker but I, I think if he moved elsewhere from Watford he'd struggle I just think he, he sort of knows the club net these days and I don't think he could perform anywhere else but you know he's doing well for he's, him right now he's a, char- he's a character that's an influence in that dressing room it's like a, you know like a Tony Adams or mm. Patrick Vieira a real leader mm. he's, not that, we, don't, we don't see many leaders we always complain we don't really see that many leaders anymore the only recent ones we've seen are like Troy Deeney company mm. maybe, maybe even Van Dijk Whereas if he goes on to be captain after Jordan Henderson. But yeah. you never know, because you never know. Well, long may it continue for Watford. Hopefully was, they stay up. Was, I like I like Watford. They're a they're a good club. When I think I think they should they should stay up. Mm. So congrats for Nigel Pearson. Alright, then we go across London to the London Stadium where West Ham took down Bournemouth in emphatic style I and mean, David Moyes, I don't know how he's done that to be honest. David Moyes back again? Yeah, I mean I don't know if it was right appointment but it seems to be working against Bournemouth but in all fairness to Bournemouth they, they have been struggling this season I mean Nathan Ake is out injured and they've been struggling to score which is a surprise because isn't they had Ryan Fraser who got the second most assists last season only behind uh, Eden Hazard then mm. Callum Wilson isn't hasn't really been firing for them so what do I mean, you think I mean he's only just returned back they've had a lot of injury concerns yeah, I mean, it's unfortunate for Eddie Howe's men, but he, Eddie Howe should do a good enough job to keep them up, but I'd, I'd worry if I was a Bournemouth fan for the future, to be honest. It's not the stat last season. They scored, like, nearly as mount as the goals as the top six, but they conceded, like, near the worst of the relegation sides. Mm, it's not, not great. It's not great for them, but all credit to West Ham. I mean, Snodgrass, I thought, had a really good game. Obviously, Mark Noble was probably the man the match with the two Another goals and a penalty. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's he knows the club at the end of the day and he's prepared to put in the results and the performances they need, so... Mm. Was, was, West, was West Ham had a huge problem since leaving the bowling? Yeah, I mean, it's really affected them. I don't, it's, it's more of a psychological thing for players, I think, as well, because yeah. when they're at the bowling ground, you know, it was their home, they were safe, but when it's when you go to a different stadium, it's a whole different atmosphere and it takes a few seasons to really settle in. You never wanted to go to the bowling. No. Yeah, nobody did. No, especially May United. Eh? <laughs> that last game, oh, the flashbacks. No, <laughs> oh, but, no but, but the you couldn't even match the atmosphere there. On, no. on a night, it was rocking. Mm, actually incredible. Whereas, hopefully David Moyes can <laughs> re-find his stability that he found at clubs like Everton throughout the was years. Obviously, was it... It didn't go well at Man United, and I was it obviously wish wish wishing well on his hmm. was it like obviously his next jobs he's was it done was but he just wasn't meant to be at Manchester United. Well, it was and always, we had an aging squad as well. It was always going to be difficult taking over after Sir Alex Ferguson. I mean, uh, it's just sort of the the personalities in the dressing room, especially when the board didn't give, give him money as well. But even give him the money, he brought in Fellaini, and it wasn't. Yeah, Flaney wasn't the best signing, was it? Was he? Not, not the best, I'm afraid. 
which we, I remember we were linked to Fabric. We were linked to Fabregas all that summer, and then Fabregas and saying, "Well, I'm not being linked." <laughs> we, we, we just we just linked to everyone. It's just unbelievable. Oh, obviously, I love Fabregas as well. I wish wish Fabregas joined Man United, but obviously it was never going to be. Yeah, another talking point for the West Ham game was the Cresswell. Uh, challenged it got a red card originally but VAR rightly turned it over it was a, it was a hard but I think fair challenge from Cresswell so I think that was VAR although it does get a lot of criticism it did it well does, there it does have it does have some good wizard things sometimes good needs but it's mostly the offside rule which is absolutely concerning everyone mm. we've seen it ever since the start of the season it's just you you try to like VAR yeah but He's just not going anywhere. Well, I think VAR can help the needs of the game. Like, obviously, officials are human, so they're going to get stuff wrong at times. But VAR was brought in to stamp out those mistakes. But I, I really don't think it's doing its job, and it's just too inconsistent. And the offsides a mess. It's too slow. The viewers in the stadium, especially, have no idea what's going on. Yeah, it needs to be sorted out. Yeah. So, who was your man of the match in that game, Miles? Mark Noble. Thought he was excellent. I mean, although he's not the quickest of players in the midfield. He can read the game well and capped off a couple of goals, which actually puts him on more goals than Lionel Messi this decade. <laughs> I mean, they're having their winter break, Miles. But still, it's a good stat, though. Right, um, what was the next game then, Miles? Uh, Norwich versus Crystal Palace. A bit of a boring one, all. Um, saw, didn't actually get to watch this game, but I saw the highlights. And just, there wasn't really many highlights, I've got to be honest. Um, Buendia for Norwich had a great game, running, tackling. I think he had nine tackles in the end of that game from a right-wing position. and Pretty good stat. But he ain't AWB. <laughs> no, he's no Amor Wambasaka. No. Um, yeah, Cantwell scored to open the game for Norwich and then Wickham tapped in a star cross. For, wasn't it his first goal for three years? Oh, it's, it's not Con- I forgot he's still there, Connor Wickham. Yeah, for, I mean, he's, behind, he's down the pecking order, like likes of Benteke and... Are oh, you behind him? And obviously Zaha. So mm. Crystal Palace. They've had a good season. Norwich are obviously really struggling at the moment. Decent. They've had a decent. But if Zaha leaves in January, mm. you, you never know. Yeah, but Jordan Ayew has been stepping up. Mm. But Zaha's price tag is absolutely obscene. Yeah, but why would you want to pay? Eight, was it eighty million? Yeah, they asked Everton for eighty mil. Seventy, eighty million for Wilfred Zaha. Like he didn't cut it. Well, he didn't really get that much much chances at Man United. But was it? I wouldn't. I wouldn't even pay. Was it? I'd pay about thirty probably. Well, I think you could probably justify fifty mil for a top like on form Zaha but he's 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 very inconsistent yeah he's very inconsistent and he makes all he covers up all the fancy flicks and that but Mm. anyway my man of the match was Buendia thought he had a great game Mm. was in the Norwich they started so well as well Mm, well, obviously beat Manchester City, mm, which was a very impressive result. And Pookie was firing at start of the season, got a hatch against Newcastle, and it's from then it sort of just went downhill. Well, they've had they had injuries obviously during that time as well, but it's, perhaps it's, they're just showing was it Championship team? Was obviously you say you could have spent money, but we saw Aston Villa spend money and well, look where they are at the moment. And Fulham, they spent what about hundred million last Aston time Villa they came up. Yeah, I mean, Norwich are, what, 14 points on the rock bottom of the table. I don't really see them improving. Sorry, uh, Norwich fans, but it's just bad time. It's bad time. So, now we go to the champions, or current champions, Manchester City, who played Everton, which was, eh, it wasn't a bad game. It was quite entertaining at times. 0-0 at half-time. 0-0 at half-time, but Sterling did have a, um, was, was offside in Foden's goal, so... Mm. 
Phil Foden, what do you think of Phil Foden? Which I think he's going to be it's a huge star, Phil Foden. Yeah, a lot of people have been giving criticism, but I don't think that's deserved, because at the end of the day, he's a he's, he's a good cam, and he's in around the likes of David Silva, De Bruyne. He's going to be learning off these guys every single day in well, training. So you couldn't ask for anyone better in like, the midfield, David no. Silva and Kevin De Bruyne. Even, like, even though you say Gundogan, but Gundogan's done it at Dortmund, and obviously he's done it at Manchester City. And I think Gundogan's very underrated. If you, yeah. I remember like last year when Fernandinho like, wasn't there, he played in the DM role, and he did quite well, especially that goal against Brian at the end of the season that was a fantastic goal to secure yeah. the league title yeah thanks thanks for mentioning that mate I'll, I'll always mention it mate oh dear <laughs> I've said Gundogan underrated you could what do you think about Gundogan underrated? Well, I think the thing with Gundogan is, is he comes in for games, he has a big effect, but he hasn't really got longevity over the injured, season for me. Especially his first, first season, yeah. he got injured quite a lot. I mean, he, he has a lot of injuries, and I just don't think... He, he doesn't really impact the game. Like He's not a top quality, he's top six midfielder, in my opinion. He's good enough for Manchester City, don't go wrong. But... He did it for Klopp at Dortmund. Yeah. He scored in the Champions League final. Mm, indeed. So, uh, other talking points in that game was Jesus had an incredible game, uh, filling in for Aguero at the moment, who's injured. I'm still not convinced by Gabriel Jesus, if I'm honest. I don't know, I think he's one of these strikers that, yeah, he's... I don't want to compare him to Giroud, because I think that's a bit harsh, but he I mean, does come off the bench. way more ability than Giroud. Yeah, but he does, he, he, he's a very impact player. He comes off the bench occasionally, scores a goal. He's, he's a bit like Inhanacho when he was there. Mm. Well, I think Jesus has got a good talent, but I, I think he's a bit overhyped, especially from the City fans. I remember like, he started the World Cup. Was he started the World Cup, he didn't get a goal. Firmino off the bench and he scored. I think Firmino is def- definitely should start for Brazil more. Mm. But, he, but I think the problem with Brazil, they don't see Firmino, you know, as a goal-scoring striker. Well, yeah, they like Jesus. flair players. Was it Firmino's a fair play, flair player? But he can also he can also like link Neymar, and then was it, he can link other players around him, which we see him do for Liverpool. Mm. So Brazil could switch up their approach if they include Firmino more. But I think they see Jesus as obviously the goal-scoring well, striker. That they Jesus do. is much younger. He's more than five years younger than him, so. It's obviously for the future. It's rightly so they back him with an experience. But yeah, City played well. Everton came back in the second half with a goal from Richards and another player that's not getting as much game time as he may have liked for Brazil. But they've got a lot of quality at the well, end if, of the day. If, if they get Laporte back, do you think they could go on a decent run? I think they could go on a decent run, but I don't think they'll catch us. I mean, what, what is it now? 13-point gap with us with the game on hand. It's, 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 it's over, isn't yeah, it? I think it's probably yeah. near enough done. But I, I think they will improve massively when the port comes. They'll, they'll, finish, they'll still finish second, in my opinion. Yeah, they've, they've got the right consistency. And, and when the port comes back, of course, right now they're not very consistent. We see, especially, we'll, we'll probably be back in time for the Champions League game. So, probably the best time to come back. Well, yeah. Tough, very tough game against Real Madrid. I mean, a lot, a lot of people saying, "Oh, it's, it's easy because it's not the Real Madrid they used to be." Perhaps fair enough, but obviously Sergio Ramos, Varane. Think of the players they got in their backline, and Ramos can be an absolute danger on his day. Mm. Well, I think City. I mean, I don't know if they're going to go through. What do you think? I don't know. I think they will. This is on their day. There is. Bit, a bit average in the Champions League. I mean, they obviously got a good run. They runs. can at least get to a semi-final. Yeah, but I think Pep just wants to win it, doesn't he? With Pep, perhaps he's putting all his eggs in this basket now. Perhaps if, if probably Laporte will be back at this time, but it also depends on the other injuries if they yeah. get them during the meantime. But I do think Manchester City. Well, I think he said the Bernabeu first, isn't it? 
well, who topped their group? It was City that topped their group, so yeah, it would be at the Bernabeu yeah, first. Yeah, he'll be at the Bernabeu first. Perhaps Real Madrid might win at the Bernabeu, maybe? Maybe I'd, by a I'd, goal or two now? I'd say that it's, City won't win at the Bernabeu, but it's whether Real Madrid can win. I reckon it'll be a draw at the Bernabeu. City will probably play well, and City to snatch it. And they, they'll, they'll probably get it. Yeah, the Etihad, I'd say. They, they, probably, they probably will. Well, move, well, who's your man of the match in that game? Well, I think there's only one man for the man of the match award, to be honest. It's Gabriel Jesus. Incredible game. Two goals. Hit the post as well. Could, be, could have had a hat-trick. So De Bruyne. De Bruyne. Well, obviously coming back this season after a horrific season last year. Last year for him personally. Yeah, I mean, he's obviously played by injuries. He's a top player. I mean, on this day, especially against Arsenal the other week, he was electric. They couldn't stop him. Mm. Was on his day, he's probably the best player in the world. Yeah, speaking of Arsenal, they played Man U and was a much better performance than them. Unfortunately for Man United fans like yourself, we'd like to. I was hoping uh, you'd avoid that one. Would you like to talk a bit more about the game? It's just one tactic, isn't it? Park the bus. People say, obviously, it's park. People won't say it's part of the bus, but it is. Oli only has one tactic, doesn't he? It's just we've been doing against Everton. We just put people. So we only do counter-attacking football. That's it. We can't play with possession. It's like a stat. We only win eight. We've only won eight percent of games with possession. Mm. I think there was a stat going around that Oli Gunnar Solskjaer won less than ten percent of the games as permanent manager without penalties. That is a so the games I remember like the games against West the West Ham obviously Pogba got two penalties last year I remember that so backing up your start mm. was it is, and really does I'm coming from a rather does Pogba really care oh, I, I don't know I think he's listens he's obviously very big and influential on social media and I think he listens too much to the press and what the media to say lately. Mm, indeed I've, but we've known it for a long time from that club it's just run from Back to front, it's just obviously what Mina Royal is saying is true, but obviously with people saying, "Oh yeah, we back the club a hundred percent," but we, nobody will criticise the Glazers, even like pundits. Do they criticise them? No, I mean Gary. I think Gary Neville's been most open about the whole situation. I think mm-hmm. Gary Neville has shared some great opinions, but Pogba, I just, I think he's on his way out soon. Well, whether he'll be going to Real Madrid or maybe I don't know PSG to his homeland, I'm I'm not too sure, but. I don't think he's very happy with the the current state of the club and what level you're competing at. Because at the end of the day, he is inconsistent. He's a bit of a show pony, but, but he's Champions League level footballer. Yeah, but on his day, he's well class. Of course. Was it? But oh, just was mentioning Jesse. Was I don't want to put an agenda against Jesse Lingard, but mm. the club going to offer him a five year contract for for doing what? Exactly, he might as well have got, I think uh, one of the pilots said he might as well have gone home at half-time, and I think they would have been correct in that. He did absolutely nothing. He's had a very poor 2019, I think, what, no goals and no assists. So I think he got, like, one goal in the Europa League. Um, I think he got I think he got assists in the Carabao, like Carabao Cup, I think. Yeah, I'm talking about the Premier League, though. No yeah, goals, no, no assists. But, but even, even like, with one goal and one assist in a year, is absolutely terrible it's diabolical I mean I know there's the old joke about the fact that he's oh he's still a young player he's still yeah. got time but, but, mm. but, but he has experience people say well yeah this United team they do have experience think about David De Gea Harry Maguire with Lingard Rashford yeah he's young but he has experience so does Anthony Martial was it I think only Fred and Anthony Martial can hold their heads up high for that game with Martial you just see him he was trying hard picking up the ball he was trying to go around and him and Fred were the only ones that Matic picked up in the second half. Yeah. But should, should we move on to Arsenal and talk about them? Yeah, was, was it, I think was it, I'm not going to complain, but Arsenal deserve 
all the points in that game. Yeah, I mean, Pepe and Lacazette basically ran the show in the first half, especially. Pepe was, well, poor old uh, Luke Shaw, he had he was absolutely rinsed by Pepe in that mm-hmm. first half. I mean, he couldn't stop him. Yeah, Bamiang should have scored, lost the volley over the bar. Um, De Gea, De Gea. Poor clearance. Um, we called Dean Hansen. To, to Pepe. Pepe had a shot, hit the post, fortunately for him, but De Gea, what's your opinions on him? He's been a great, obviously he's been a great servant for the club, obviously he's one, he's, of course, he's, yeah. ca- he's carried us so, over the years. He's had a, probably, maybe been the Premier League goalkeeper of the decade. Potentially, put, maybe we'll get on to that later. Is, perhaps we'll get on to that later. But the, the last, ever since the World Cup, he's just, Changed so much, hasn't he? Yeah, I mean, I remember that mistake in that. Uh, was it the was it the free all game against? Yeah, it was Por- uh, Portugal. Portugal, like the first game. Yeah, he spilt it, and uh, Ronaldo scored a hat trick. Before, before going into that tournament, he was the best goalkeeper. Oh, right, he was doubt. the best right, goalkeeper doubt. in the world, hundred percent. Mm. But ever since then, he's made horrendous. Even I remember that the first game of the season against Leicester last year, the mistake. In, from Vardy as well. You can just recall so many mistakes. The one against Chelsea. Watford. With Watford. Yeah, even mistakes that don't get picked up maybe because they don't lead to goals. His distribution. But... What's happened to his... He used to be so good at distribution. What's Even the one against Arsenal the other day, he kicked it and we could have conceded from it. Yeah, look, for you, all you uh, listeners at home, look up on YouTube. De Gea's... Look up De Gea distribution. His distribution back in the day in like the 2012-13 season. Absolutely incredible. I mean, mm. he always had that bad patch when he first came to United. He got dropped for Lindegaard. Yeah. Well, he, he didn't settle in well after his move mm. from Atletico but he, he, he's become a top-class goalkeeper, but he's... He's, he's, still, he's probably still he's one of the best in the league, but he's not world, probably not world-class anymore. Yeah, he's just... He, he still makes great saves, but he just he's too inconsistent. He, like, he's Three calls for Dean Henderson. Maybe, maybe. Dean Henderson had a great season. We'll get on to him in this game with yeah. Liverpool versus Sheffield, which I thought Dean Henderson had a not-too-bad game. What's the save from Salah? Oh, yeah, that was, that was absolutely that was incredible. Amazing. Obviously, he's made some... Well, the initial save from Mane's shot, and then, obviously, Mane scored the rebound. But the initial shot was from, I think it was Salah at that time. Yeah. And was it was a fantastic save. Yeah, I mean, it was actually a flying diving save over the tips over the bar. I was amazed. I thought we'd scored. I started celebrating, personally. <laughs> But um, on to Liverpool now. But the fullbacks incredible again. I mean, what, what can I say? I mean, obviously, obviously not one time. The, the way they switched the play yeah. between them, obviously, they like switching, especially the Man City goal back in November, where Trent just switched the play to Robertson, crossed it in, put it in for Salah. Yeah, telepathic, and the way I think one of the things that gets underlooked maybe is the, the how quickly they get back from being attacking into defending and going even to that, supporting Van Dyke. Even he's obviously big lad, but he's still quick. Yeah, Van Dijk. I mean, I think he had the highest, one of the fastest sprint speeds in the Champions League last season. But he never uses his pace, so unless he actually has to. So yeah, it was another great performance from us. And Sheffield, they had a few chances, but realistically, were they going to score? Wasn't their best performance of the season. No, but you come to Anfield, and it's it's become a fortress these it's, days. It's eighteen consecutive wins since yeah. Feb- February 2019. Yeah, we haven't lost a game in the Premier League since Manchester City. A whole, away. Y- a whole year now. Yeah. Was, did you deserve to lose that game though? Was it against Man City? That game. It was a brilliant game. Oh, it was an incredible game. John Stones is clearance off the line that still, still, still haunting. It does haunt, but you know we. But we, I don't think that game. I don't think that was people say, "Oh, that was the game that lost you the league." I think that West it was 
probably West Ham or West Ham, Leicester. West Ham or was it Leicester or Everton that lost you the league? Yeah, we obviously it was incredible effort from Man City last season. I think any other Premier League season other than the, that one, Manchester City's run and maybe one other from before, we would have won the league. Mm. So. It was, it was, it's just Liverpool fantastic. There's nothing else to say, really. Yeah, where could you improve that team, though? Where do you think? What what signs could you bring in to improve the team? I've seen. Was I used to give? Don't get me wrong. I used to give Jordan. You know me. Was ages ago. I used to give Jordan Henderson a load of stick. Well, Jordan Henderson deserved loads of stick back in the day. To be fair, he but was he's, pro- he's proved. He's absolutely proved everyone wrong. He was sensational because it is. Today, um, yesterday, sorry, is because his forward passing has got so much better, and his ability to pick out the runs from Mane and Salah has has got so much better over the years. He's he's really becoming that leader figure. That I'm not comparing him to Gerald at well, all. No one's going to be compared to Gerald. But he he is feeling the he is really feeling the captaincy role. Was it, obviously, he might not like clatter into people like a Vieira, Adams, Roy Keane, or anyone. But I think he is like you said, he's a leader. Yeah, he's 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 become a box of box, very good midfielder and. Yeah, he's he's he, I think he's deserved a stick over the years, but he's improving now, so that's good. Of course, against Manchester City as well. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we ended up passing Sheffield to death as we had over 800 passes in the single game, which is the most in Premier League history by a single team. Did that beat? I think. I think that beat City's record against Chelsea. I think it was. A yeah, few, I believe you're correct on that ago, one. Yeah. I'm a Man City game. I'm not sure how many passes it was, but that that time was a Premier League record. Yeah, we're flying. We're probably going to win the league. We haven't got many tough tests. We only got the Etihad. Obviously, a game against the big each of the big six. Yeah, but I'm only re- Tottenham and United next. I'm only really worried about maybe Spurs away. If Mourinho gets his tactics right in the day, could could, could be, be a slip part two. Could could be a bad result. Well, um, if he no, if that does happen, if that does happen again, he's probably going to go to. The, obviously, it's not. We was at Anfield last time the slip happened, but he would just go around. We'd probably run around the whole stadium to go. Way. <laughs> <laughs> obviously, every other fan that'll be funny, but. You never know, was it? But I think ugh, the league's done now. I think it is done. Was it? So who was your man of the match in that game? Uh, Virgil Van Dijk. Even though Jordan Henderson, I think got it in the game, but I, I think Virgil produced some key tackles at key moments, produced great, great range of passing, and made the defence really not that, that troubled. But a shout out to Joe Gomez, thought it a great game, really, really coming on as a partnership with Van Dijk and good things for the future. I think. Was it? I'm saying, sorry about that. Like going back to distance covered. Mesut Ozil got the most distant covered in the game against Man United. Yeah, I mean, it shows like his work rate against um, Man United was incredible, and it, he's been so much better under Arteta compared to Unai Emery. I don't know what it was, maybe their relationship, personality didn't work together, but he's, he's a new player. I mean, he's back to how he was at the start of the Wenger was it, when he came in from Real Madrid. Was it, people say like he's been inconsistent ever since, but Arsenal. But like the first three years, Ozil was at Arsenal. He was brilliant. Yeah, I mean, especially the 2015-16 season. Mm. It was he's fan, fan, absolutely fan. He's a fantastic player, but is it a bit too late for him to do what? Was it? Was it obviously he's in his thirties now? Yeah. Was it maybe showing this discovered is a bit too late? Perhaps he should have maybe even done it before. But I think he was definitely one of the players of the match. Mm, indeed. Yes. So that's finished up all the New Year's games. So, uh, FA Cup action this this uh, weekend, but the Premier League's going to have to wait. Mm. That's the end of that, and now we move on. 
So now we move on to a segment I like to call the best Premier League winning team of the decade. So, Miles, any mentions for a good Premier League winning team of the last decade? Well, I've got uh, three clubs for the, this this segment. It's Manchester City, of course, the title winning teams of 17, 18 in particular, but also 18, 19. Was it? No, was, perhaps 18, 19 was better, you could say. I don't know. I mean, obviously they were more challenged in the eighteen nineteen, but I think the football they played in the seventeen eighteen season, they really got on board with Pep's ideology, and they had a centurion season and really played some liquid football at times. Like seven two versus Stoke, I remember that. It was a very very good game. They had obviously big results against the top six sides. Yeah. Really incredible. Was um, any other teams you like to mention? Um, Leicester City, of, of course. course. Not the most amount of points. Oh, no, maybe not the best style it's of football. It's not 81, I 82, think it was. Like 80, 81, 82. Not the best. But you consider about the top six should be embarrassed about that season. Well, especially Chelsea. I mean, they ended up about, what, 10th in the league? So Arsenal finished 10, and Spurs finished like 10 points behind Leicester. Yeah, I think it was Leicester's Arsenal, then Spurs. Obviously, fair play to Leicester, but it is a bit embarrassing for, obviously, obviously Liverpool finished that season yeah I mean we were embarrassing that season I mean, that was the sort of the transition between Klopp and Brendan Rodgers we finished fifth we, we blew top four that season we had it in our hands was if City just kept drawing games at the end of that season and losing games at the end of that season we just blew it especially Upton Park yeah Leicester City were actually incredible they had some top top players I mean Kante was amazing Kante, well, you, people say Can, was, Vardy and Mahrez carried that to, Kante Kante carried well Carried a bit he, of an understatement. He controlled the midfield and he was the best midfielder in that team. Yeah, obviously, obviously like Danny Drinkwater and like all their midfield. Yeah, the, the, the like well, Vardy was obviously wasn't didn't actually get the golden boot that no, season. Harry though. Kane, Harry was. Kane. Mm. but he's slightly annoyed he hasn't got one of those to show. But I'm, I'm pretty he sure could, he's happy with the Premier League title. Nevertheless, we he could get it this season. To be fair, I think he will. To be honest, but that, way above everyone, 17 goals this season in yeah. 20. We'll see. He's missed the past games. few games, but yeah, he's doing really well at the moment. Mm. Mars was incredible that season. Really, Double the magician of the team, the, the magician of the team, and well, who got the player fair player of the year? It was Mars. I think it was Mars. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking Kante because he got it for Chelsea the season I after. I think Vardy got the Premier League player of the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but Leicester, Claudio Ranieri really got them playing a good style of football and. Gary Lenneck obviously had to eat his words in the end yeah we'll remember the first episode of Match of the Day and um, <laughs> any other teams um, Chelsea's 2014-15 team and Chelsea's 2016-17 team which 14-15 which I think got 87 points the 14-15 and they were really, they were really good obviously Hazard had an incredible season but was it, was it City, City or the champions at that time they did not perform like champions did they they no. just slipped most of the that season mm. they didn't perform to that they shouldn't even they should, perhaps you could say they shouldn't even won the league that season before perhaps Liverpool should have won it obviously it's a bit of a bit of a, bit of a uh, sensitive topic that one isn't yeah, it well, obviously well, around you we don't like well we don't mention that here yeah. um, was it Pat, Pat, City did show was they shouldn't or was maybe even won the league the season prior to that but Chelsea definitely did show they what should win that title yeah but Chelsea was a bit gung-ho with their managers I mean Mourinho won in the league next season gets sacked yeah. Conte won in the league next season gets sacked well, I think Conte definitely had the better season than Mourinho Six, oh. I think the 16-17 team was way better obviously it was mostly 
the same players. Well, obviously the inclusion of back of David Luiz and Kante. Yeah. Obviously Kante was a one PFA Player of the Year that season. Definitely, yeah. definitely deserved. Yeah, Kante is an incredible footballer. I mean, I think there's been comments from uh, was it Chris Wilder who said um, he's like Kante. There's two or three of them on the pitch when they played Chelsea. He's an incredible player. His, mo- his movement. He's obviously he's moved to more centre midfielder now. We was a DM. Obviously under Conte and Ranieri, but even he doesn't moan about it. He just gets along and he still does a job. I mean, Sarri played him on the wing, so I don't see. I don't think he was too happy about that, and his no, performances he's, he's weren't st- great. Still, still did a job. Yeah, I mean, he did, didn't do too bad, but Sarri really didn't get him playing well, did he? Obviously, Sarri and Juventus is another topic we could talk about, but obviously we're talking about the Premier League. Yep, and um, any other. Any other teams, really? Well, Notable? talk about teams that maybe didn't win the Premier League, but mm. um, obviously my boys' 18-19 season maybe deserved to win the league. I mean, City were obviously the better team, the points would tell you. 14-15, maybe? 14-15, potentially, potentially. Obviously, if the, if the slip didn't happen, then the four would have won get the league against Chelsea. Yep. But well, they didn't even start the season that well, like fourteen, fifteen season Liverpool. But eventually, after that winning streak, I think it's eleven games. I think mm. the eleven game winning streak. You beat City in that time. Was it? You beat obviously the last time you won against Man United at Old Trafford. Yeah. For it, the three 0 win. Gerrard could have scored a hat trick with the penalties. Yeah. But was it? Overall, in the decade, well, the decade we we've just left. Mm. There weren't that great winning team, Premier League winning teams. Well, I think the standout for me is City's 27-18. Nothing to compare. Maybe even maybe the 18-19 close to it. Like yeah. Chelsea 16-17 winning team. Which obviously Man United won the title twice, but they weren't really that great teams. Yeah, it, it was an aging side. 2010-11 was probably better than the 12-13. Because you had Berber, was obviously Berbatov, Rooney firing, Giggs, Skulls, Carrick... Ferdinand, Vidic, yeah. was it Evra? Was it just make it saying those names again? Just makes me depressed a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, was it definitely better than was obviously we won the title with clever, cleverly Kagawa. Yeah, it just shows how much of a great manager Sir Alex Ferguson was. I mean, I, I, no disrespect we, we to clever and ca- clever, cleverly and Kagawa, mm. but Raphael, they're, they're, they're not really. <laughs> Premier League title-winning teams, considering the level you have to play at these days to win the league. I mean, the competition this season, although it hasn't looked immense, but Liverpool have been incredible, and but so have Leicester at times and Manchester City. So, well, Manchester City's two Premier League team teams prior before Pep's two winning ones, they were good, but they weren't that. Obviously, they had Torre. Torre was brilliant for Manchester City in the 14-15 season. Yeah, we Very can, underrated. We can speak about Torre now, actually. Should we move into Premier League player of the decade? Mm. Very, it's, very, it's very hard. Yeah. Obviously, I've seen people saying Eden Hazard. Hazard. Six, mm. out of the seven, six out of the seven seasons he did quite well. Obviously, that blip in 15-16. He had 16. a horrible season in 15-16. Other than that goal that actually cost Spurs the league, mm. which was an incredible strike. but Turned out of Ireland. Yep. Um, but probably the best centre half in the league that season. Tell you the world, yep. I'd say the best centre half of the decade's got to be one man, Vincent Company. <sighs> what a leader. 
Yeah, I mean, people say Valdry van Dijk, but he hasn't really had the longevity for me. We both hate company, obviously, for obvious reasons. Yep. Scored the goal in 2012, um, practically secured them, and obviously the one... Thunderbolt against Leicester at the Etihad. He's both, he's both done, a, done her against us. Yep. But Vincent Company definitely won the stand. Probably the best centre-back. Best centre-back in the Best centre-back yeah. in the decade. But um, in terms of the goalkeeper, which is an interesting one, because I think if, we, if I was sitting here two years ago, De Gea. I, I think that's the only that's the only uh, option. Well, well obviously there's like check, but I've had to check. I think he, the, the previous decade, obviously the the noughties, was way better than the noughties. Well, he started the decade off with Premier League title win. Yep. Obviously the 2009 was it 10 Chelsea team. We could also say scored the most go- goals at that time before Guardiola. Yeah, incredible team. Likes Drogba, Lampard, uh, very good team. Obviously Maluda and Kalou, very underrated mm. that season. Yeah. Was it, key players for them was um, Terry Ivanovic obviously Sean well, that was his, I think that was his first season for Chelsea yeah I believe um, it was not wrong yeah Ivanovic is another good shout for defender of the decade maybe not right up there but a, the, a contender not the last two years probably, a, con- but, a contender but very un- underrated another versatile yeah another verse yeah come uh, sorry but um, I, think, I think Ashley Cole same as Czech had his time in the noughties obviously with Arsenal yep. and with Chelsea Mm. And another versatile player was Aspinacueta in that time. Very, very underrated. Yeah, won a couple of Premier Leagues. Was a key part of the Chelsea defence prior to now, and and pretty much he's the leading and most experienced player in that very young Chelsea team. Think about it. He played Mourinho at left back, and then was it with Conte, obviously a back three, went centre back, and then was it with we think it's with he's gone right back now, if I'm not yep. mistaken. Yeah, so plays he's right back. Played everywhere. So. Mm. He's a true professional of the game. Yeah, so midfielders, who would you say for that? I mean, there's David Silva. David Silva, yeah, I'd, I'd probably have to agree with you there, but Gerard wasn't really in his prime at that time. Obviously, he scored some great goals and was still very influential to the Liverpool teams he played in, in the 10s. But, yeah, mm. David Silva was the magician at times, or pretty much throughout the moan, I mean, the title winning seasons of 11 12. Um, I don't agree with Kevin De Bruyne being in there, if I'm honest. Kevin De Bruyne, yeah, he's. He's, he's a quality player, but he's just not been there for the. 50, I think fifty. This obviously his first season was fifteen, sixteen. He was out with injury, I think, quite a bit. Yeah. Sixteen, seventeen was all. Was it got better? Obviously, with Guardiola coming in, but seventeen, seventeen, eighteen. <sighs> blinder. Yeah, another Manchester City midfielder. Two of them actually. One being Fernandinho. <sighs> Very. Un- he's, he's obviously. I, you know me. I love a C. I love a CDM. But yeah. was it because? Obviously, I like sometimes I like to go CDM if I'm honest, but that is such an important position, CDM. Yeah, he, he holds the, the team. Yeah, he holds the team together. He's like the glue in the team, and City really missed him, especially last season. I remember there was that stint of games where With Leicester they, as well. They didn't expect the Leicester game. Yeah, they didn't have some great results, and it was mainly because of the Fernandinho absence. And this season, they're obviously doing a job uh, as a makeshift centre half, which he's not been too bad. At. He's made some. Yeah, decent. he made some decent. I think Rodri's a very good replacement for him. Yeah, Rodri just. Uh, I think he just needs to adapt to the English game. For, oh, he's, well, he's, still, he's still doing well, to be fair. Yeah, but uh, I think David Silva probably well, is midfielder has, of the decade. He has, he has to be in there. I mean, I don't. You can really count Hazard's midfielder. It's more a forward for me. He's, he's definitely in the team of the decade in Hazard for me. Yeah, and David. I think we call that David Silva. Was it? But another midfielder. Yaya Torre. Yaya Torre, yeah. Very very influential as well. Remember that, well, you like to recreate that goal he scored in the, oh, the, oh. the cup final. 
Oh, obviously, a Man United fan, but every time I see that Sunderland League Cup final goal, oh my god, that was an incredible strike, especially one 0 down at that time. Mm. He, 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 I don't think he never really got the credit he deserved. He came from Bath. Played DM course. as well. Yeah, he played in a variety of positions. Pretty good, pretty good, good job at Cam as well. Like Yari Torre is a great player. Diem, he scored. I think his best season was the fourteen, not fourteen, fifteen. Sorry, thirteen, fourteen with yeah. season. But with obviously scored, I think maybe twenty goals. I think maybe that season, mm. and he was absolutely fantastic. Incredible player. Absolutely incredible. Um, moving on to the forwards. So, uh, my Premier League player of the decade is Sergio Aguero for me, and I think he's got to be the forward of the decade. Yeah, the the only other shout for forward of the decade, I reckon, is Harry Kane. Unless you can think of any well, other people give Harry, well, people give Harry Kane a lot of stick, but he's I think he's got like over 120. Has he got like over 120 or 130 goals in the decade? Yeah, well, like Premier League goals. Well, Guerra scored 174 goals this decade in the Premier League, and that's 38 more than Harry Kane. So that's, that's quite a hefty number. Obviously, Aguero has been his. It's close to Henri now, or is it? Because Henri scored 175. Yeah, I mean, Aguero's been a key player, and he's not. he's got the likes of Jesus sniffing around now for his position, mm. but he's still staking a claim as the best striker in the Premier League, to be honest, out of the whole league, not just Manchester City. He's got, so. got a few more years, to be fair. He looks yeah. like he's not going to... He's yeah. a true professional of the game, Aguero. Yeah, yeah, he's had some very influential moments, obviously. <sighs> the goal against QPR that oh I can see that you're not... Too pleased about. Never, never too pleased about that. <laughs> no, um, Martin Tyler made that goal seem a lot better. He's <laughs> supposed to be our commentator, Martin. <laughs> yeah, he, he's only had to have one golden boot in was, the was whole fourteen, fifteen season. Yeah, the whole of the decade, which is it's, it's surprising, but he's been consistent there and thereabouts in the top three for like, scored, a lot of seasons. In every single season, he scored twenty plus goals. That's a ridiculous stat, though. Consistency. He gets in, he gets injured every season, but he still manages to score twenty plus goals a season. Mm. Very, very very good player. Top top player. And he's had the great he's had great services. As we've been saying about David Silva, I mean, probably a lot of them have been put on the plate for him. There's any, any other strikers you could probably say? Maybe maybe you could include Robin Van Persie. Potentially. I mean, there's been a the story that Rio Ferdinand said about how Man United um, weren't passing the ball forward enough and. Mm. Fergie said, "Oh, I've got a boy that's going to come in. He's going to make runs, and you better put it on the plate for him." And there was that goal. Oh, the that, goal that Ferdinand said about, uh, "Well, uh, it was against um, Rooney Pass for the volley." Against Aston Villa to win the league. Yeah, incredible mm. goal. So that's probably one of the goals of the decade. You have to say. Mm. Well, maybe we could talk about that now. Goal of the decade. Was it? Well, yeah, but obviously, we're talk- getting a little bit eager, Miles. I know. We still haven't done about the, the left winger and the right. Oh, we've got the, yeah, we've got the wingers. We've still, we still got those. You're getting a bit too eager. <laughs> so, what, wingers? So, probably Hazard. Old, Hazard. Just got to be no out there. No question. We'll move on. <laughs> <laughs> no. But, uh, Sterling could have a shout, maybe. He likes to play on the left, doesn't he, rather than the right? Yeah, he's he's, he's, he's quite versatile. To the left. Could we well, could obviously say Arteta obviously coming in? He was very influential in making Sterling the player he was. Yep. If you've seen obviously the Man City documentary, you see how Arteta changed. Was it Raheem Sterling? Yeah, I, mean, I think a lot his of positioning people... his stance mm. when in play. Obviously the goal. Obviously the goal against Arsenal. You wouldn't have seen that a Liverpool obviously stance in play stands there. Just obviously it was a tap in, but no goal is easy in the Premier League. 
No, I mean, his movement has got so much better and for Manchester City and England. You remember he went on that drought for, what, two two years, potentially? Well, from the away, the, all that scoring away from home. But obviously yep. against Spain, against the, the Nations League. Yeah, he's obviously turned into a top, top player and yeah, just Pep and Arteta really developed him from Pep, what Pepe, I saw at Liverpool. Pepe could become the next Sterling. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> you never know. Well, perhaps Pepe could thrive. Potentially, I mean, he's obviously had a good performance as we discussed earlier. So, mm. yeah, very good. But you know, Pepe scored the amount of goals, the same as Van Dijk and Divock Carigi. So, pipe down, Arsenal fans. <laughs> we should, no, that is a bit embarrassing. Divock Carigi has the same amount of goals as a 72 million pound player. Yep, Divock Carigi, what a man. <laughs> the full legend. Yeah, pretty much. But um, obviously, right wingers. Right wingers. Oh. Mm. That, that is tricky. He's, there's not been many, too many standouts that I can think of. I mean, Willian's been there for quite a long time, but is he really but of the quality? It's goal stats. He's done a job for Chelsea over that time, but I don't think he's. Well, obviously, I have a Chelsea mate at college, and he says he always has. Was it obviously at the start of the season? Say he's usually good, and then he's inconsistent at the end. But yeah, I disagree. Was it so? Well, one of my friends at college just said that Chelsea fan. Yeah, but um. Willian, yeah, he's just a bit too inconsistent. Mm, I mean, we haven't really had... We've had Salah and Mane, of course. So we've got to have a shout. Or, but Mane Salah was... Salah at the start of the decade, though. People forget that Mane was Southampton. Oh, I mean, really? He obviously scored the fastest Premier League hat-trick mm. um, for Southampton. He was a great player. And he's... I'll, I'll say he's probably been up there. You could put Rooney, because he can play anywhere. Well, I don't think we can class Rooney as a winger. But yeah, Rooney yeah, has a great... Mm. Great, great period of the game. Obviously, went to Everton, died out a bit, and now he's up at Derby. So, we got an assist. Got an assist last night. Yeah, against Barnsley. Good we two win for Derby. Good, very, very good win. But overall, who would you put at the right wing? Right wing, I don't know. Um, I think you have to put Sterling. Oh, I can't put Raheem. Raheem, yeah, I think. Even though he's play, he played on right, played on the right wing at the start of City and with Liverpool. Yep. But yeah, I think he's done. He's justified to be in this team. Yeah. People are putting like. Van Persie and like we forgot about Harry Kane in this team but I think Aguero just about edges Harry Aguero just about edges Harry, Harry Kane I think if Kane was doing it from the time when Aguero came to England he'd be by far better but it's just the quality over the years he's going to outscore him in like oh, the years to come I'm not sure he'll get to he's Shearer still got so many years Harry Kane I'm not sure he'll get to Shearer I don't know mm. but well that was that, that was our Premier League winning team and team of the decade. And now we move on to the final part of the show. And Miles, what will it be? The team of the week. Oh, I'm excited for this one. So, I'm going to start off with the goalkeeper, of course. And in my team, I've got Kepa Arizabalaga. Arizabalaga. Yeah, yeah and a great game against Chelsea. Produced some top saves. Obviously, the one from Morpé. Yeah, standout. Standout save. It was a great save to tip it. Um. Yeah, so I... Can't really disagree with that. He didn't keep the clean sheet, but uh, I think he had a good he game. Can't really save from uh, that match. Yeah, I mean he has had his faults over this season. Obviously, Everton game was absolutely woeful. Also, we know a Chelsea fan, and he found that mistake embarrassing. Yep. Yeah. Shout out to that person. You know who you are. You yep. Don't you know like who Kepa. you are. <laughs> um. 
So, I don't, any other mentions? Maybe Ben Foster had a good game. Yeah, obviously we mentioned Ben Foster earlier. Yeah, Ben Foster had a great game. Um, we could talk about uh, Mr. Deck Chair himself, Alison. Pretty much had nothing to do. Yeah, kept the clean sheet though. Did made a couple of saves when required, but I don't. Dean even... Henson, no shout out. Dan Dean Henson, yeah, but the two goals is not. He's yeah, can't really get in the, the team. The save, the save from Salah and Mane. Yep. Yeah, he had a, he had a strong game, but realistically, he yeah. couldn't do a lot. Yeah. So Kepper. Kepper, yeah. And uh, now I've gone. For a three at the back formation for this. Oh, so, three at the back. Pace and attack. I've got Socrates. Oh, Socrates. Yep. Yeah, he, was, he scored probably the easiest goal ever scored in his career mm. against you lot. But, um, yeah. yeah he, had, he had a solid David game. David Luiz, another shout-out. David Luiz, yeah, he, he had a good game. He, he was, every, he was he, you could say, another distance covered. He covered ground quite well as well. Yeah, he, he's yeah. had his critics over the years, and particularly since he's come to Arsenal, because uh, I think at Chelsea he was... He, he wasn't really exposed as much as he should be because so obviously him at well, the first time at Chelsea and obviously at PSG he was maybe one of the best centre backs in the world. Yeah, but his second time he he had good cover from the likes of Aspinaqueta, Courtois, and goal. I don't think he was, but now yeah. he's got the likes of no offense to Hector Bellerin. I don't think he's the best defender in mm, the world. He's good going forward, Bellerin. Yeah, but no, I think Socrates deserves the place in the team. So obviously, like Leno's a decent goalkeeper as well. Yep. But Leno didn't really have that much to do, so... No. I don't think he could get... So, who's the next centre-back? Yeah, I've got Virgil van Dijk. You could just you could just include him every week. Yeah, I think he would get 38 appearances at this rate. He's been so good this season. Mm. He's, he is the Rolls-Royce, as people like to call him. The Ro- was it Bugatti Veyron? Bugatti Veyron, yeah. I he's love just, Bugatti. He just seamlessly moves throughout the defence and... Yeah, he, he just covers covers the play so well, and I think there are times we had Joe Gomez bombing forward, and he was the only one back, but it doesn't make any difference, he's just such a good defender, I mean, in particular, there was a game against Spurs, remember Anfield, when he had Sissoko and, who's the other player? Oh, um, wasn't it Son? Yeah, possibly more or something like that, and he had both of them running at him, two and one, and he covered it so well, so, I know that wasn't that this game, but he's still... Um, you call us to say Joe Gomez as well has majorly stepped up yeah massively improved I mean b- before he he was a good player but he just lacked my experience which I was, is understandable I was, I was, obviously I was talk, 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 talking to was it a Liverpool fan I know other than yep. you but um, was it, obviously Gomez at the start of the 1890 season was exceptional before he got injured and then yep. at the start of this season when he against Norwich especially he was didn't perform that well but ever since he's come back from obviously Lovren's got injured and Matip as well he's stepped up to the Gomez we've known he's always going to be yeah well, Gomez played really well and yeah he put he put in a good he put in a good shift but ultimately didn't have much to do so I haven't he's not included in my team but he's certainly he's definitely he's certainly good, up there good shout um, any other centre back yeah I've got Sayonku oh Sayonku he controlled controlled the defence against Newcastle majorly um, stepped up since Harry Maguire left yeah I mean yeah, Leicester fans weren't I mean, they were obviously upset when Maguire left, but I think in the back of their minds, they knew that Sainke was of the quality, which I don't think anyone else really saw, to be honest. Obviously, I've talked talking with, like, with, uh, with other people, it just shows, you know, he said, like, it just shows Harry Maguire is just not what people think or pundits think he is. Yeah, I mean, at least, I, I think... Perhaps he's just average. Could you justify paying 80 million for him? What's your opinion? As a Man United fan, of course. I think... In the market, was it realistic? Not stupid money. Probably about twenty-five, maybe twenty, twenty, twenty-five. What million pounds for yeah. Maguire? Yeah. Well, as, I think that's the value you've got out of them so far. But yeah. I don't. 
think, I think Being what, honest, what, one clean sheet since September in the Premier League. I think he's. Oh, I think he's got about three, mate. Well, obviously, since September he got a clean sheet against Burnley, but I think overall yeah. this season he's only got three. Oh, it's just poor from May mm. United. He's meant to be May is meant to be controlling that defence. The only good, def- the most exceptional defender for us, obviously, has been Wan Bissaka. Mm. Right, so Soinku rounds off the defence, and we go into. I've got a two-man, two centre mids, and I think one of them is pretty obvious, Mark Noble. Two goals. Yeah, exceptional performance. He, not known for his goal scoring, but he. I'm not gonna say he's added that to his game. So I don't think he's gonna be a consistent goal scorer, but had a good performance. He's a leader. Yeah, I mean he is the the ideal figure that West Ham sort of need for stability of the club. Yeah. Who's your other centre midfielder then? Uh, Chowdhury. Mm, good shout. Scored an exceptional goal. I could have had Madison in the team, but I think Madison's high standards that made it seem like. Um, that wasn't as good of a performance overall as it should have been. Yeah. He's obviously had a good game, but I think Chowdhury deserves a spot for me. Obviously scored an exceptional goal mm-hmm. off the bar and in. But yeah, he's, he's developing into a good player alongside Ndidi. Mm. Ndidi Doody. Uh, I've got two uh, wingers, one on the right, which is Nicholas Pepe. A tapping merchant himself. Yep, sent uh, Luke Shaw to the shops a couple of times. Was uh, direct pacey. Was we bought was a Luke Shaw from Tesco, Southampton, pretty much. <laughs> you well, know, our, our youth academy as it used to be, but not so much anymore. Brandon Brandon Williams, he's coming. Yep, he's yeah. coming. And um, uh, left didn't always play there, but Jack Grealish just to get him in the team because I thought he had a great game against Burnley. The goal against Burnley, especially. Yep. Could yeah. he move to a big club if Aston Villa get relegated, or even if they stay up? I think there will be clubs sniffing around for him, but I don't know what sort of price tag, because I think they'd put about 60, 70 mil. Just the market's ridiculous these days. Yeah, I mean, especially for English um, talent. Uh, uh, yeah, we're not going to mention about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but Grealish could definitely get a top move, but he, I think he's happy at Aston Villa. Obviously, his boy who club, he's the captain now, so uh, I think he'll stay for maybe another season yeah. afterwards and then move on. But if they get relegated, I don't see him probably sticking around. No. So, um, any other players? Um, no, another notable mention. Didn't get in my team, but Jordan Henderson. Jordan Henderson. Spoke about match. him earlier. Uh, man the match. Had a good game. Mm. Yeah, but my two strikers. Uh, first of all, Gabriel Jesus. Mm-hmm. Top Gets player. Gets in two goals. Could have got a hat-trick. Yep. And Danny Ings, of course. The Burkamp has goal. Yeah. I mean, Danny Ings has really developed well. He had good spell at Burnley before we came to Liverpool and unfortunately it didn't work out with him injuries mostly yeah he couldn't really get a string of games going and he sort of joined at the time where Firmino was bursting through and sorry about that but um, he did did well um, last year at Southampton on loan obviously the initial buy to get to buy him yeah he definitely deserves a spot in the team Uh, other strikers can you think of any for this this week Obviously, uh, Salah and Mane had good games. Obviously, Salah and Mane, they, they perform every week. Yeah, it's a, it's a given. They're, they're a given 8 out of 10 these days, aren't they? Firmino, no, I don't... I think he was quiet yesterday. Very, obviously, he's very moving about. He's very moving. Yeah. It's not the striker that people think... think he, He's definitely a false 9. Yeah, he's not, he's, not, he's not an out-and-out 9, He's is not he? a Jesus, as we've discussed earlier. He's not a Guero or... Any of these strikers, but he does a job. No, he, he had a quiet game. I feel like he wasn't really picking the right pass at times. He didn't really have much of an impact in the game, in my opinion. Mm. I think he had a pretty lackluster game, but luckily his uh, 
other two um, companions, yeah, helped him out with a goal apiece. Was it? Was I want to get another good opinion? Mo Salah. Mo Salah, yeah, had a yeah. great season, but I think there's he's going to be a time when Real Madrid or maybe another big club comes sniffing around, and I think he, out of the front three is the most likely to leave. Mm. My opinion. Was obviously the late Mane's obviously this January the January transfer window is open. He's been linked with Real Madrid, but I just don't nah, see Mane don't, don't leaving at chance. this moment. There's no way he's going to give up his, give up his Premier League medal, is there? No, was, was, was it stupid? Who would leave at this moment? Obviously, Adam Lallana is linked with PSG. I've heard, but That's I don't. A joke. But I, was, I don't think was it. Nah, Lallana. Lallana again will want to stay for the although he hasn't really impacted our season, but he will want to well, stay to get his Premier League oh, medal. I think he's had a few. Maybe Eskman, the match performance, um, obviously the goal against Manchester United at Old Trafford. Yeah, I mean that was he's, that was a that was a standout performance from. He's, from well, he's him. done he's done well when we see, when he's put in the squad. So I will give Adam Lallana some credit. Yeah, Adam Lallana is he's another player who's had a, quite a few injuries, and he is a good player on his day. But sixteen seventeen season. I think if if we could, Liverpool could go back in time, knowing what he would be like, we, we wouldn't we wouldn't have signed him. Well, you bought sounds harsh. You, but. You, so you might as well just buy the whole entire Southampton. Yeah, I mean, there was a, the phase where we got, we got Lovren, um, what, Klein. Lana, Klein, Mane, um, Van Dyke. Yeah, we had so many players from Southampton. We basically just the physio stri- staff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, we could have had Pochettino, but we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh, the Southampton jokes do continue for Liverpool. Yep. Who's who's next? Um, I'm. I haven't really got any other strikers planned, but I think um, for the whole season, you know, some, someone I can shout out for Brighton, Neil Mopé. What's it, Neil Mopé? Mopé, yeah, he's had a good season. Was obviously, but Aaron Moyes done quite well. Good yeah. loan mood. Obviously, Brighton would want to make it permanent. Yep. Permanent. I've seen lots of reports that they do want to make it permanent, and I think they'll be very good. Rightly so. I think Aaron Moyes had the quality that he's not really a championship player, is he? No. He's not, obviously, was it Manchester City? Yeah, of course. Well, before he went to Australia, we had the loan move initially when they got promoted to the Premier League, and then made, obviously made it permanent. Yep. Yeah. Very good. Brighton had a good season. Was it Brighton? Well, obviously, in our predictions, we thought they were going to get relegated, but I think I think they'll just about edge it. Yeah, they had some. They, they had some good performances that don't really get in the team of the week, but still some good performances from Brighton. So that was our Premier League team of the week. And that will be the end of today's podcast. I hope you've all enjoyed and hope you can stick around next week where we'll be talking about the FA Cup results. So I'd like to thank you to Miles. Thank you, everyone. Hope you enjoyed it. Wizit, I hope you've enjoyed it too. And we'll see you next time on the Talking Football Podcast.